Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Tanya Everhart. She is the co-founder of Brandface, a company that focuses slowly on branding and how to use it to grow your business. Tanya is a best-selling author, branding coach, public speaker, and host of the successful Be Bold Branding Podcast. With clients around the globe, Tanya and her partner, Michael, have inspired authors, podcasters, coaches, and entrepreneurs to become authorities in their field to outmarket and outsell their competition. Today, Tanya works exclusively with real estate professionals, helping them stand out from the competition through branding. So in this episode of the One Big Tip podcast, Tanya shares actionable tips to help you distinguish yourself from the competition by focusing on your brand strategy across all platforms. This is going to be an interesting discussion today because I also happen to get a number of, uh, you know, uh, inquiry calls from real estate professionals. And I find that, that they're a very diverse bunch, but, and being able to niche down on them and helping them increase their personal brand is the actual differentiator that brings them from amateur and mediocre to downright professional. So this is going to be a great conversation today. Tanya, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. So I would like to learn a little bit more about your background. Basically, you have this excellent agency that really has a pretty narrow focus and does a lot of great things. So you're really out there, you know, putting your content out on all these different channels. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what makes you so amazing. Well, first of all, thank you for that. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Second of all, okay, so my humble beginnings. I grew up in a really small town in North Georgia uh, called Dawsonville. And it's known for really two things, making moonshine and the start of the uh, stock car of stock car racing, which is now known as NASCAR today. So I grew up there. And part of my story is actually not quite so glamorous, but you know, my family, I have a wonderful family, but there was a lot of alcoholism and addiction in my family on both sides as I was growing up. So I was exposed to a lot of that. And the reason I mentioned that is a couple of things, which I'll get to in just a little bit, but it really helped shape, you know, who I am today and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So when I went off to college, I actually sold vacuum cleaners door to door to pay my way through college. That usually shocks people because not everybody does that. So that's really where I got my first taste of personal branding. I realized that I had to 
present myself a different way. I had to tell a story, tell people why I'm at their door trying to demonstrate a vacuum cleaner. I couldn't just say, hey, open your wallet and you know buy this vacuum. Didn't quite work that way. So that was when I learned how I needed to present myself differently. Then while I was doing that, I was discovered by somebody in the radio industry and they asked if I would apply for a sales job in radio. And I did that and the next 18 years I was in the media. But I think where I really learned the power of personal branding was when I first got into radio and I would go to these networking functions, I saw a lot of business owners that were almost like rock stars in their in the hometown that they were in. And the one thing I realized that they had in common is that they were the voice and the face of their own business. So they were in their newspaper ads, their television ads, their radio ads. They were on billboards. We didn't even have internet back then. This was like 1988 when I first started in radio. So when I noticed that, that's when I could really see how personal branding impacted a business. And so that's kind of, you know, long story made short, where Brandface came from is a compilation of those things. You know, what's interesting about the niche that you're in, and you know, not many people know this, but one out of every eight citizens in the state of Florida where I live is a licensed real estate yes. agent. Yes. Right. And when you when you look at the when you look at that number, it's just like, geez, everyone's a real estate agent. Yes, because they are. Right. Because everyone's got (laughs) so true. Right. You know, when people are looking up, you know, like agencies, you know, to help them with their social media and all that, you know, those are some of the things that I, you know, that I look for. Right. You know, they'll go and they'll get their license and then they'll be like, oh, geez, now I have to dominate social media, but I'm not on Facebook. I'm like, all right, great. You know, call me when you are. Right. Because that really comes down to uh, like, I'm sorry, do you want me to be on your billboard for you? Like, do you want me, to, do you want me to pose, a, you know, with a picture with your, with your toy dog, you know, as we're driving down? I know these are very Florida centric memes, right? But at the same time, you know, like, like it really does come down to that, right? Because people really do need to understand and embrace what it takes in order to put themselves out there as uncomfortable as that may seem. So, you know, if you know that most of your clients are on social media, but you are not, then you are at a demonstrated disadvantage on how to reach them, right? When someone reaches out to you, you know, and they and there's that huge gap between where they should be and what they're doing today. How do you help them like, you know, like bridge that gap to be like, okay, here's what you need to do. And let me know when you're ready, then we can help you. How does that look in your world? Well, The first thing you need to understand is that people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. That's really our mantra and what we stand for. And so you have to understand that in today's world, there's a whole heck of a lot of noise, right? But you've got to be in the stadium. So that's on social media. That's putting yourself out there. However, if you don't put yourself out there differently, then you become you kind of fall into what we call the sea of sameness, right? Where everybody kind of starts to look the same. 
you know, their card, their business cards look the same, their websites look the same. And, you know, we, we do a lot of work with real estate professionals on the other side of the fence. We also do a lot of work with coaches, consultants, podcasters, authors, speakers. And the reason for that is Michael, you know, came into brand face from the real estate side of the world. I come into brand face from the coach consultant, um, author side of the world. And so now we're both, you know, we're both coaches, consultants, authors, podcasters, speakers, right? So it all made sense to pull all of that together. And those are really, you know, um, the kind of people that we help the most. But all of those, no matter what industry you're in, that is the one thing you've got to learn first is how to differentiate yourself from, from everyone else in your space, because there are lots of people in your space. And the first thing that we start with, Jeff, is we start with asking five very important questions. And if you don't have the answers to these and you don't have the answers truly dialed in, you don't have a differentiating brand. So I'm going to be pretty bold about that here today. So those. Please be as direct as possible. Okay. So here are those five questions that I, that if you've got time guys and you want to write this down, please write this down. But the five questions are who do you serve? Exactly. Who do you serve? And I'm not talking about anybody who fogs a mirror or anybody who's looking to buy a house or a car or hire somebody for a speaking gig or any of those things. Be very specific. Who do you serve? How do you serve them? Again, be specific. What qualifies you to serve them? How does it make their life better? And how are you different from everyone else who is also trying to serve that same customer? That's kind of where a great personal brand starts. You can't even get off the ground unless you know the answers to those five questions and the answers are specific. What's very interesting about those questions is that they sound basic. Absolutely. But they're really not. And what happens is that if you try to answer those questions too quickly, you end up being more general rather than specific. And what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, like you said, if you can, you know, if you can demonstrate a heartbeat, then, you know, then you're my customer. It's like, no, no, you got it all wrong. Right. You are not here to sell every house in Miami. Right. That's not. That's not how this works. We have over a hundred neighborhoods that speak, you know, at least 10 different languages inside of them. Like you really need to understand, you know, how things go within these geographic boundaries, you know, the mindset of whether the buyer is coming from outside the U.S. or inside the U.S. or what part of the U.S. they're coming from. And also we have this mass migration of people just within the U.S. that are looking to relocate, you know, in different places. One of the things that I find interesting about Uh, about this whole thing is, you know, how people try to answer this so quickly. And like, at least for me, I get a little frustrated when, when they start demonstrating, oh, when they start demonstrating like, oh, I'm, I'm really good at this. And, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years, but then you ask those questions like, oh, well, I sell real estate and I sell real estate in Miami. It's like, no. No, you don't like, you know, like you gotta be selling, you gotta be selling, you know, not only a specific type, but also I, and I firmly believe in this and I want to know your take on it, selling an experience, right? Because it, you know, the experience of living, you know, close to the beach is very different than the experience of living, 
you know, in the suburbs, next to a mall, next to a freeway, what have you, right? When, once you get people to answer those questions, right? How do, like, what are the next steps? Like, how do you get them to, you know, to come to the realization that they are selling more than just a product, but they are selling, you know, like, a, you know, more of a personality and someone that they want to do business with? How does that look? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the first thing we teach them is that it's not enough to be known for your profession. You've got to be known for being different in your profession. So, so that's the first thing we look at. What things are unique about you and how can we utilize them to market you in a different way, to position you, you know, first of all, to position you in a different way. The second thing we've got to get them to understand before we can even begin to think about, you know, anything beyond those, those five questions is stop marketing before your brand is built. And that, you know, that goes back to, to what you said. It's just like, they're quick to answer the questions and think, okay, now I have my license or my designation designation or whatever that is, I'm ready to go out there and present myself to the world, but there's not a lot of thought about exactly who you're presenting yourself to or what you need to say to attract those people into your life and business. So the biggest mistake that people make, whether in any industry when it comes to their brand, is that they market before the brand is built. And I, I'm going to explain the difference between the two, because again, that might seem super simple, but a lot of times this opens people's eyes. So marketing is really just utilizing different marketing vehicles to get a message and image out there to the world, right? You can use billboards, television ads, YouTube ads, Facebook ads, you name it. But your brand is the message and image that you put into those marketing vehicles to put out there. And that's where people kind of stop short. They don't spend a lot of time on defining the answers to all of those questions specifically. So we've, we, we start there. And then once we look at those, then we can assess and step back for a minute and say, okay, here's who they're trying to reach. Here's um, some of the things that make them super unique. Now, how do we position them in that space? You know, and one of the ways that we begin to position somebody is by giving them what we call a brand identifier. And that brand identifier, you might know it as a tagline or slogan. We just call it a brand identifier because we believe that's what it does. It identifies your brand, what you want people to know about you, how you want them to feel about you. And so in two or three words, maybe four words, you're kind of positioned right from the get-go, right? You people look at you, they they see your logo or they see your brand identifier on, you know, in your digital presence or your collateral presence and they instantly think, "Ah, that's interesting. Let me look farther." Sometimes all they need to see is that before they make a decision. It's like, "I definitely want to talk to that person before I make a decision on which way I'm going to go." So, that would probably be the next step once we get through those first couple of hurdles. You know, what's interesting is that I used to binge read, you know, when you go to these, uh, when you go to the local supermarket, you know, they have all of those real estate magazines, you know, in the front, uh, in the front lobby. Right. So I used to take them, you know, and just go and leaf through them. And I would, you know, personally critique, you know, what some of those were. So, you know, first of all, from a digital marketing point of view, I am, you know, I'm very biased against those print publications, right? First of all, 90% of those properties that are in those publications are probably long gone, long sold. So what's the point of even doing it? 
But when I was looking at ways to increase my my personal branding, I was like, like, let's see how other people were doing. So I sort of based it on the on the real estate professionals model. And basically what I saw horrified me, right, is that a lot of these people were spending a lot of money on these ads because I know advertising in a print in a print publication and a Val pack, what have you. Is not cheap. Right. It is, uh, you know, many thousands of dollars per month, you know, in order to do it right. And then it uh, takes you to a website that doesn't exist. They didn't set up their www versus non www uh, redirects. Right. It would go to these uh, to these sites that are controlled by their broker, not by themselves. I would just look at this stuff in cringe. Right. Because how like, wait a second, dude, like you just dropped two thousand dollars to be in this thing, yet you didn't even take the time to, you know, to pimp out your your web presence. Right. Uh, how do those conversations, you know, pan out when you're speaking with them, when you see, you know, part of their overall branding, part of their overall collateral is simply not up to snuff. Right. Like, how do you you know, like confront them about it? I would assume that a fair dose of honesty and like, listen, buddy, you paid me to tell you that this is wrong type thing. Right. But, um, you know, of course, there is a tactful way to do it. Right. How do some of those conversations come about and how do you help people fix them? Yeah, it's kind of like the velvet hammer, right? <laughs> you just got to say it, you got to do it, but you can do it as softly as you as you possibly can sometimes. You know, when we look at that, we I, I would usually ask them a question that if they can't answer, they know that I can't answer it. So I would say to them, okay, I'm looking at your website, I'm looking at your social channels. What is it that differentiates you from every other agent out there? And what do you stand for? What's the one thing you stand for? And if they can't answer it, I don't have to do anything else. You know, I don't have to you know, be mean about it or anything like that. They already know that they don't have that dialed in. So, so that part's actually pretty easy. Most people that come to us, they already know they don't have it dialed in. They already know that they're relying on their brokerage brand um, and putting that out there, but so are, so is everybody else in your brokerage. And what's interesting is on the real estate side of things, NAR just did a um, study not very long ago, just probably a couple of months ago that stated, and don't hold me to this number, but I think it was 80 something percent of people said they don't even care who their brokerage is. They're looking to do business with an individual agent. So they choose an individual agent over a brokerage, which doesn't surprise us at all. But that leads you to wonder why are so many agents leaving their brand in the hands of their brokerage, right? Because the brokerage is not what differentiates you. Um, what differentiates you are your own unique things. And that could be anything. It could be based on your experience, based on attributes, based on your customer type, based on your geographic area, the type of properties you are known for buying and selling. There are lots of different ways that you can brand yourself uniquely and the brokerage is not going to do that for you. You hit on an interesting point, but I'd like to dig a little bit deeper, right? In that someone who is selling residential real estate in a sought after suburb, right? There are at least a hundred to 500 real estate agents doing the exact same thing in any upper middle class suburb that you choose across the United States. Okay. So there are the one hit wonders. There are the people that are trying, there are the complainers, there are the people that do it well, right? You know, they're, uh, they're all kind. And I've met all, all of these different types of people. 
right? When you're trying to drive them into figuring out what differentiates them, right? You know, that can cause some anxiety because it's like, well, wait a second. You know, like, especially here in South Florida, right? Well, I speak Spanish. It's like, okay, big whoop. So does 60% of the rest of the population here, right? All right, you know, find me something else. Well, you know, I know this one real estate agent that her thing was uh, she would go to all the bars in Miami and drink a mojito and then uh, do a review on that mojito. And like, she became known as Mojito Girl. And that was great. Like that was her, that was her shtick. That was what, that was what made her, that was made, what made yep. her, you, you know, uh, stick out. So when you're talking about, you know, what, what makes you unique in an extremely competitive market, what are some tips people can, you know, can use in order to dig down and, you know, sort of not be afraid, you know, to say like, well, I'm the beach expert, right? So even though there are 50 other real estate agents that say they're also beach experts, what can they say to maybe, you know, find that little 2% differentiator to bring them up, you know, so that they are as unique as possible? So one thing I'd like to say is they need to really consider uh, the personal side of things. And that's why we do personal branding. It's not just, you know, branding a pizza shop, right? This is branding a person. So people want to know the story behind the person. So infuse that into your story some way. That's one thing that I would instantly consider is, okay, what is it about you that people would really like to know personally, like the mojito girl that you were talking about, right? You get their attention with that. And then, of course, somehow, if, if you know, if we're if we're really dialing it in and doing it right, we've got to explain why mojitos. What like why that? You know, why does that connect? You know, the customer to a really reputable, great real estate agent, right? So there's got to be you know substance underneath that too, which I'm sure there is in her case, and and I'm sure she does a great job of you know. Uh, of sharing that information in all of her, you know, social media and everything else that she does. But what grabs that attention is the mojitos, right? It's something noteworthy. So to start with something personal like that, there's nothing wrong with that. And I would say, don't, the number one thing I tell people is stop looking at everybody else. Okay. Stop looking at all of the other, we're speaking real estate for a minute. Stop looking at all the other agents. Don't look at their logo because they have a nice, clean, luxury looking logo. Stop looking at what they're wearing. Stop looking at their billboards. You need to clear your mind of all of that and focus on you and what makes you unique. And it doesn't have to be astronomical. You know, it can be something as simple as a super specific customer type. I know one agent in the Philadelphia area that focuses only on probate clientele, right? I know different people that focus only on investors who are looking to move into a ski resort area. So those are very simple. That's only one type of differentiation. That's based on, you know, customer type, right? There's also ge geographic, like there's the beach, there's the mountains, there's, you know, other things like that. And just being the first to be there is really, really important. There's attributes. Are you known for getting things done? Boom, right? We had a, a real estate agent in Texas and her brand identifier was Gail gets it done. 
and we could tell her story and all of the um, reviews from her clients actually talked about how she just got things done and they were amazed at all that she could get accomplished. And so that really fit her well. So that's based on an attribute. You can go with experience, experience with a certain, you know, type of property, uh, which is another one, a type of property. I have a guy in Austin that focused only on condos. So there's lots of different ways to differentiate yourself and you just kind of kind of throw it all in the basket and let's see what fits the people that you're trying to attract, right? Because the thing is you could say we're whatever, right? But if it doesn't appeal to and attract your ideal customer, then you're barking up the wrong tree. It's got to match. It's got to be important and significant to that person you're trying to attract. Amazing advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Uh, Tanya, can you, uh, can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your agency and how they can reach out to you directly? Sure. Just head to brandfacestar.com. Pretty simple. You can get free training there. You can connect with us there. Anything you need, brandfacestar.com. Amazing, amazing stuff. Tanya, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. This has been a great discussion. I love nerding out on this stuff. So I really, really thank you for joining me today. Uh, as a fellow nerd, I thank you as well. <laughs> I appreciate it and I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.